This is Band from Ringside. Tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast, we're talking about the Wednesday Night Wars Friday Night Smackdown debuts this week. We also have the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view starting up this Sunday. Or not starting up, but you know, this Sunday. That and a whole bunch more tonight on the Band for Ringside podcast. That boy is good. It's like he's done this before. <laughs> I know, right? Ditch that nine to five. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks. So welcome to the Band for Ringside podcast. As always, I am your host, Bill Vagie, a.k.a. The way you make me heal. The way you make me heal. And to my left, as... Not always. We have two beers, Zach Pullman. What's going on, two beers, Zach? I know. I'm to your left. I'm not to your right. Yeah, this, uh, it's, this is a new world. It's new a brand world. new world in the Bamfering Side podcast world. It's a brand new day. I have had no beers for six days until today, and I've just had two beers living up to my namesake. Yeah, so we can tell. I'm stoked. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Will you be able to tell <laughs> as the night goes on as I have more? <laughs> and to his left, as always, we have Jason Cordelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Allow us to bow our heads as I pull down the latest volume of the Band from Ringside podcast, volume 126, chapter 3, verse 14. And the good smart saith, hashtag boo the heels. It is all good, baby. Shout out to my girl, Becky Balboa. I love you. New world, new things. I'll let the big man talk about it from there, but uh, I'm excited, man. Let's get this shit rolling. We are coming at you from the dilapidated House of your humble host, Bill Vagy, in South City, Missouri, Princeton Heights. Uh, so it, there's if you a, guys want the address, uh, just DM me. If you guys want to know what bedroom I live in, like in case you guys watch the magic happen, I'll give it to you. But we're uh, we're with a little change in plans tonight, a little change in uh, structure tonight. We're coming at you from my house. Um, for certain reasons, uh, we have decided to start trying to do this from my home. So if the sound quality is a little different, uh, that's just because we're working through some things. We just have, fucking get used to it. Yeah, right? just get used to it's, it, guys. It's, it's a work in it's, progress. It's still the same guys that you've always known. It's still Jason Cornelius Bell. It's still still two beers, Zach. Pullman. I used to watch USWA on the goddamn public access network just and so I could get my wrestling fix. You guys can deal with a little sound quality about issues. Professional wrestling, and I'll tell you what, guys, it was a huge week in professional wrestling. We haven't forgotten about Sam the Muller Mall. Mr. We haven't, the house? About, we haven't forgotten about Shock City Studios. They were so great to us for all those Very years. Gracious. They really were. And I'm not even saying, we're not even saying that the relationship is done with those guys. I'm sure our paths will cross. Again. It's just going to be a little different from here and out. You might hear it from here. You might hear it from there. Uh, but as soon guys, as we get the rock on, we'll be back. There is <laughs> tons of stuff to talk about this week, and no time constraint. That is the that is the one positive right. about this whole so, thing. Is you guys are going to see a lot more creativity out of us. Yeah, settle, for sure. Settle in. This is going to be a three hour podcast. <laughs> it's going to be a regular raw podcast. So, at that note, let's bring down Baron Corbin. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I can't wait to get yeah. into it. Uh, last night might have been the biggest night in professional wrestling. It was very interesting. In the last I'm, I'm interested to 10 hear years is no joke. So without further ado, let's get to that. Three count. JCB, what you got for that three count? The Wednesday Night Wars kicked off last night. Uh, I unfortunately had to work, so I came home afterwards and watched both back-to-back. I know that 
Bill had the opportunity to flip back and forth. Uh, two Ooh, beer had to fun. watch one, then after the other, correct? Yeah, it was, I worked last night. Okay. It was fun going back and forth. So everybody it was the had fucking blues hockey, fucking Stanley Cup winners opening fucking night, and they lost. No, so that was great. That that's what the, we got to watch instead of AEW. Okay, that, that's not great. Yeah. Um, the Wednesday Night Wars was very interesting, just in the sense that for me, I watched the. AEW Dynamite show first and then came back and watched the NXT show afterwards because I wanted to see both in its entirety. I didn't want to – I don't want to bounce back and forth just yet because I want to give AEW the chance to reel me in slowly but surely. Yeah, we'll compare them in a little bit. For sure. What was your first impressions of AEW? Uh, Cody Rhodes is the major babyface. Um this faction that Jericho is going to lead is very intriguing. Um, As JR says, Jericho and his guys. Yeah, right. They haven't come up with a name yet. <laughs> Sorry, he did a pretty good job. Just... Uh, Riho and Nyla Rose was a little underwhelming, but I think they probably made the right call. All in all, it was, and I'm nitpicking to try to find something bad about AEW. I thought it was a solid show. I gave it a B overall. It was more good than bad at the end of the day, and this was a debut episode with no title matches. Everything was a continuance from all out into the first show, and we just kind of let get it going from there. I thought it was really good. Two beer. Great professional wrestling show, and that is all I wanted. Uh, I just wanted a good, solid, professional wrestling show, and I think we got that with both brands. So I am super happy about the beginning of the Wednesday Night Wars. Uh, a lot of people are going to talk about ratings. We can get into that here in a second. But my overall impressions, uh, you know, match quality was good. That initial match with, uh, so Cody Rhodes comes out, and I have not Ooh. seen a crowd <laughs> pop, a crowd that big pop that loud since WCW Nitro. I mean, this was like Goldberg pop level. I mean, Agreed. like, which is huge. I mean, this is like. I thought the optics of when they panned out and showed the, the crowd when Cody was kind of coming down to the ring and they showed, you know, 10,000 strong is 10,000 strong. I'm sure it was more than that, yeah, but it like just, four, it's 14,000. 14, so, I mean, it just, it made it look a little more legitimate. It made it feel like a, almost a big fight feel Cody. You could see the emotion on his face. He hugged Tony Schiavone afterwards. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that, and I, and I hate Tony like, Schiavone shit. Like, what an MVP, man. He, was, he did great. He was awesome last I night. hate the, the reminiscing on old times from when it comes to WWE, but this worked. They're playing it on it. It felt genuine, yeah, though. That's absolutely. what they, they, I thought the difference is. All Go right, ahead. so if we're going overall feelings, like, AEW looked major league. It really did. And it, they, it was WCW. They came, out, they came out looking great. Everything felt great, like, the, the lighting on it, the the, the way camera work, the camera work when at, the, when Moxley when Moxley came out of nowhere or whatever behind Kenny well, Omega, we'll, that was we'll, so sweet. We'll get to that in a little bit, but I I said, and I don't want to delve into the NXT stuff too early, but the AEW first thirty minutes was, in Zach's words, hype. It was badass because it looked major league. Um, they brought out their biggest star, which is Cody, which. A lot of people, I, you know, I was on Twitter all last night because I was watching them both, and 
Twitter is kind of a companion when you're watching wrestling by yourself, especially when you're watching something like that. It's like and a toxic spouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, but you mean like you can bang it every once in a while and it's pretty good? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, yeah it, it was, but at the end of the day, it doesn't make you feel good about yourself. Yeah, I mean, not really that. Like, I, I liked it. I there was a bu- There's a bunch of jokes. I Like, I really don't know who you guys follow on Twitter, but my Twitter's pretty funny. So... I thought that it looked major league. That was the most important thing. They didn't look minor league. In fact, when you when I was flipping back and forth in between AEW and NXT, NXT, the wrestling's not minor league. In fact, I think that NXT had a better night overall. As far as wrestling goes, yeah. But to go from AEW in a stadium to NXT in a darkened arena that probably holds 500, 600, 700 people... No more than 700 people, I don't think. Yeah, you would actually think that the tables would be turned because you would think that WWE would be able to draw. I was surprised. That, and then the, I don't think they a, would to, but. Yeah, you would think AEW would be the, the upstart doing a studio show like old Southern Wrestling where there's like 500 people in a gymnasium and the crowd's super hyped. So the tables are kind of turned that the mega behemoth is not drawing. and It's on purpose because they've decided to do that venue for the time being. I was surprised at how good AEW presented themselves last night. I mean, yeah. when you start in the first 30 minutes and you have JR, Shivani, Cody Rhodes, and Chris Jericho all in your first ha- half hour, that's why I said like they had a really smart first half hour because they presented themselves as Major League, and then you have the guy that, if, if you're a lapsed wrestling fan, you're like, well, I'm going to check out this AEW on TNT. And you're like, well, and then Sammy Guevara had a great showing. Yeah, you got new talent. He was a little rough at first. Like, there was some nerves. He missed that front flip. Yeah. And that was. That is. I saw that. Nitpicky. No, it, it's very nitpicky. And I'm not nitpicking it. I just saw it and I was but like, no, oh. It, 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 and, and I was like, oh, man, I, I felt for him. I felt empathy for him because he's having the biggest match of his career. And whenever he says that in the buildup, he's not joking. Like, this was the biggest match no, of his it career. Was, it was, I agree. It was but fun. But then. Five minutes in, from five to 15 minutes, this dude, I mean, these guys put on a fucking wrestling clinic. That was a great professional wrestling match. It was a, it was a natural match. match. And then and if, you you're a lapsed, if you're a lapsed fan and you tune in to AEW and you watch it, you get pulled in this match, which they did a good job. They didn't jump right into the match. They did a little, pro, like a little uh, vignette yeah. beforehand to show why both these guys wanted to win the match, which is very simple. You know, I got yelled at on Twitter last night, and I was like, no, it's very, like, somebody called it formulaic. I'm like, no, it's simple. It's simple. Like, you show why these two guys want to fight each other and why these two guys want to win. And then to have Jericho come out and attack Cody, then all of a sudden you have your biggest star right. come out and show his face. Yeah. I'm, I'm the champion. It was very smart. A little yeah. bit of the bubble. And, okay, so and, and we'll get we'll get into why NXT's first half hour was very smart too. But Jason, thoughts on the show? Any other no, thoughts uh, on the show? Ultimately, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that went on. No, a it's going to say MJF. I thought I thought they did him well, just basically coming out and just squashing He's a great Brandon promo. Cutler. And yeah, it was more of the I said on uh, Twitter. I guess it was last night. I don't understand how people don't like MJF. If it's really all about characters and, you know, guys with gimmicks, he's got one of the best gimmicks in the game. If you can't understand that, if you don't like that, then I don't know what to tell you. He's yeah. not going to be wrestling five-star matches anytime soon. He's 23 years old, and I mean, he's probably the best talker in wrestling. If you think about 
introducing themselves to a new audience within five okay. seconds of MJF coming out there, you knew that you were supposed to hate him. Yes. He comes out, Which they introduce the, the tag team tournament. So you had SEU, they brought out the Lucha Brothers, they had a little scrum or whatever where Aubrey ended up tackling Christopher Daniels. I thought that was absolutely amazing. That she's easily one of my favorite Aubrey's referees great, acro- across the board. Girl Hebner. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, Girl then Hebner. you had, speaking of Hebner, you had uh, Pac and uh, Adam Page or whatever, where Adam Page gets kicked low or whatever. It was so, a good match. Yeah, it was a good match, but and then people Pac were went like, over. Not clean. Not clean, but that's what kind of what he's supposed to title, title shot. shot. Okay. And Adam Page is going to get garner sympathy. So when he becomes champion, and I said the word win, when he becomes champion, it will be a complete story a la New Japan. So yep. don't think like it's all over for Adam Page or whatever. I guess long story short is. Is anybody it, saying it's all over for Adam Page? Oh, yeah. He's not going to get another title to- shot for a while, people. if ever. To- like, toxic people that are used to WWE Lord. booking that are not used to long-term storytelling. Where this is The payoff is coming. I also, they've been it's conditioned. We're just going to have to wait. I also, been, liked, uh, yeah. I also liked uh, Scorpio Sky's Obama impression. Oh, <laughs> very good. That Dude, was on point. Stor- Scorpio Sky is like one of my good. favorites and right now. Hopefully that Scorpio Sky letting uh, Daniels and Kazarian go through in the tag team tournament means that he's left open to do some solo stuff because he's the, he's obviously the youngest guy in yeah, in the he's got more mileage in him and, right i yeah. mean oh yeah i mean i have no they, idea and, how old he is i just know those other two guys are really old yeah he's, he's daniels, like he's got to be like middle 20s daniels is head of talent relations he's in the front office and he doesn't need he should be protected he doesn't need to be out there like, just a few years ago, this guy was probably wrestling fucking 200 dates a year, you know? Like, he was ROH and doing all these indies. Amazing talent. But he's got the job that he deserves now, and he can wrestle some tag matches and be an opening guy where they do these worst town I've ever been in. <laughs> and it'll be super over with the fans, and they can wrestle guys like Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. and Even though you don't like them. Oh, man. They're... they're my favorite tag team. No, I'm Young talking Bucks, about this one over here. Young Bucks are like the best tag team. Yeah, he's team talking about me. I just don't like their names. I'm fine with both the talents. Christ. I don't like Dark Order. But what's you know, you know they're going to be in the finals, like, right? You don't like yeah, Ninja Swords okay, as so a you name? Know. I just don't like the name. I think it's dumb. You, you know what? Like I think it's my individual like, names I, or the the his the, name being Luchasaurus and the other guy's name being Jungle Boy. Those are minor league names. Th- those are indie names, and that's what bothers me about it. It doesn't scream major league to me. And I think there's my, what do you want, my jungle man might have been a reason why they kept him off the very first uh, no, I, Wednesday night. I, I, probably just to give no, everybody else some space so no, they didn't actually, steal the show. Actually, n- very true, but I don't think that's the reason. Actually, the there reason, were Luchasaurus chants in that building. I heard. Anyway, go okay, ahead. Okay, no, that's fair. I think the reason was the the finish is that the focus was on the finish. You have Jericho. You got Santana and Ortiz. You got Sammy Guevara. And then Jake Hager comes out of nowhere. And now you have this apparent faction that basically lays waste to the elite. And they're standing tall at the end. I know Jake Hager isn't the sexy pick. But if you watch Lucha Underground, he was really, really good in Lucha Underground. All you have to do is keep him away from the microphone. That's why you got Chris Jericho. Hager. 
And I like that they presented him not you as... You do not have to keep Hager away from the microphone. I, I just yes, like that do. they presented him not as former WWE mid-carder, but they presented him I mean, as, as undefeated MMA MMA guy. Yeah, yeah totally, that was to, totally different. It's rebranded. I mean, it makes it different. Go we'll ahead. get the Hager slash Swagger in a minute. But my the thing that I'm saying about Luchasaurus is that I turned on because I knew that this week was going to be filled with wrestling, and I had some uh, some hours by myself on Tuesday night. And instead of jerking off, I decided to watch... <laughs> I was going to say, I usually spend that uh, other way. Yeah. I, d- I decided to watch TNA. And on TNA, I watched the opening uh, X Division match with Rich Swan and all those guys, and it was great and everything. And then I flipped you on to something else. Impact? Yeah, sorry, Impact. <laughs> and then I turned it back on, and there was a chick in, like, crow... Makeup and like she threw Sue Young, whoever it is. I watched it for like 30 seconds and I said, This is the most indie shit I've ever seen. And like indie wrestling is great, I love indie wrestling. I don't like indie wrestling on my television. Like, I want to watch major league wrestling on my television. And I think if if you're AEW and you want to grab new fans, and the fans turn and the, these guys, these guys who are older than me, they're like. Younger than Jason, but older than me. But and they and they turn <laughs> on TN. Uh, they turn on TNT to watch AEW, and they see some guy dressed in a dinosaur mask named Luchasaurus. They're gonna go to work the next day. They're gonna be like, "Man, I tried to watch him wrestling last night. There was this guy named Luchasaurus." They're not for them though. And here's the thing: uh, the most important thing. I mean, we don't have to get into ratings yet, but uh, AEW one point four NXT. Uh, 890,000, but the biggest story is that AEW tripled the 18 to 49 demographic, and that is the demographic that people want. That's the demographic that TNT is paying for. For sure. And if my son, who's 10, uh, Saturday, shout out to Dex, he's never listened to this. Um, he God, doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't understand cum jokes yet. Um, <laughs> so oh, he will. He will. He will. He will. Pretty <laughs> soon. A couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> he can't come yet though. Thank God uh, for that. So. <laughs> so. Uh, but he's the he's the target audience, and maybe it's me too. I really like them, but like they're gonna sell a bunch of loser story smacks, and and Jungle Boy's gonna be like next year's fucking. Uh, Halloween costume. You know no, what I, I mean? I, I think Jungle Boy has a, a huge upside. A year from now, I think he'll be one of the names that will be talking about. Because girls are going to love him. He's, yeah. he's Luke Perry's son. Dude is super attractive. And what's f- cool about that is not only is like the Jungle girls going to love Luke, him. Luke Perry's son? He's Luke Perry's son, yeah. Luke Perry just passed away um, recently. Otherwise, I'm sure he would have been on AEW instead oh, of Jane yeah, Silent sure. Bob. But uh, we, he's Jungle Luke, Boy is Luke Perry's he's son? Luke Perry's son. So, How did I not know this? I don't know, man. I have a wrestling podcast. It's like you have a wrestling podcast. Yeah, I was getting ready to say. Everybody but reminds me I have a wrestling podcast. The cool thing about that is, like, dudes don't hate him. You know, like, guys that, like, are, like, pretty boys and, like, the girls love him and, like, the dudes hate him. We all, like, know those guys, you know. Like, I hate pretty boys. You know, even, like, JT in his early career, like, everybody hated JT, but now everybody's, like, cool with JT because you're like, yeah, he's my boy. Like, he smokes weed. Like, I could hang out with him. But, like, early on, like, when your teenage girlfriend was into JT, you're like, fuck that dude. <laughs> this ramen-ass hair. Fuck that dude. But, like, everybody loves Jungle Boy. Like, I don't understand the hate. I, and, like, now I'm like, I don't want to dwell Justin on Justin Theroux's the hottest dude I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> what, with or without blackface? Clive Owen. With Justin Theroux? No, 
That's Justin oh, just Trudeau. Trudeau. Okay. Talking about Justin <laughs> Thoreau from Leftovers, dude. Oh, right on. I need to watch oh, Leftovers instead of uh, BBC politics. Yeah, you really do, man. What the hell you watch it? Be- Never mind. No, they are All the right. BBC. So, um, <laughs> hold on a second. This is banned from ringside. Let's get to the NXT portion of Wednesday night, which, um, like I said, I was flipping back and forth. Riddle and Cole had a barn burner, man. Like Best a match real of the barn burner. Best match of the night. 21 minutes. Looked incredible. Like, super high-paced from front to back. So, thoughts on that, JCB? This is why I wanted to watch both in, in its entirety because, obviously, it's a chess game at this point because you have NXT leading with their major title, Cole versus Riddle leading off the show where you have AEW leading with their major star, the face of the franchise, essentially, Cody versus Sammy Guevara. Both were great matches. Somebody said it on on Twitter. It was like, oh, it was a desperate move by NXT to lead off with that. No, it wasn't. It's chess. And if you don't understand chess, this is going to be a hard, you know, concept for you to understand. You lead with your best foot forward first. This is the best match that that they had on this card. This was their best match. So instead of going last, it went first. If you're going to draw eyes away from AEW's debut episode, how do you do it? Oh, yeah. I got Adam Cole and Matt Riddle for the NXT title. So you let off with that. I thought that was a really good match. Like you said, 21 minutes. It ends in kind of controversial fashion. Did he hit him with the cast or not? Doesn't matter. Cole goes over in queen-ish fashion. Matt Riddle walks away looking good. I think at some point, the North American title seems like that's going to be his place to land or whatever the case may be. I thought uh, Candice Garay and Shayna Baszler had a great match. I'm kind of surprised that she went over again. This motherfucker here has had the bell for a calendar year. Oh, my God. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Street Profits and uh, Undisputed Era was good. I don't care about the finish. The I mean, if you didn't think that the Undisputed Era was not walking out with all the tiles, you're absolutely crazy. Um, that was a great match, though. No, it was a great match, but it, it, killer match. It was. It's just one of those things where both it, those dudes in Street Profits are both. Like everybody always said that Montez Ford was the real star. No, Montez Ford is the star. Both those dudes are stars. No, they, they are, are stars, but Montez Ford has a future. Angelo Dawkins has been around for a long time, and that's why he's really good at what he does. <sighs> he's but really he's been good. in developmental for a long time, and that's that's the only thing. It's I not say an indictment. Yeah, it's him. not. It's not. He's it's, good. He's good. I think. Him and Ford make each other better. They you mentioned on Twitter, uh, you know, I saw your tweet uh, that the Riddle um, Cole match, which if you don't have Journey Gunner Gano in a match, those are your dudes, right? For NXT, those are your dudes. Safe bet. Um, that's the best thing that you can possibly do. Yeah, and I mean, like, Dream's in there too, though. Like, yeah, okay, but Dream's, well, no, no, Dream's no, super green. Yeah, and and see, let's not make no, let's not super make excuse, green, n- let's super not make excuses he's not for super him. green. Let's, okay, no, he's let's green not, though. Name a good Velveteen Dream match in the last calendar year. Singles that was not singles. A multi. Singles. Well, he fought Matt Riddle to Alistair Black was the last one. He fought Alistair Black. He fought Matt Riddle to a great Matt Riddle match. was basically Matt Riddle, and then 
if I, if I remember correctly, I'm, Velveteen Dream kind of stole I'm a Dream it. fan. Hold on. Are I'm we, a Dream are, fan, are but we, Dream Dream's young, man, and he's fucking 22. Listen, I'm saying, okay. He's no Pete Dunne. No, I'm not. Who's the same age. Okay. He's, okay, there he's you no go. He's no Roderick Strong. Uh, Roderick Strong's 10 years older than those okay, guys. Okay, but, yeah, but Roderick Strong's badass, though. You he's, said, he's amazing. You said name the two guys that you'd rather have. Oh, I'm saying. No, I'm saying. No, I'm uh, saying if you don't have I'd rather Johnny have, I'd rather have, I'd rather have Cole Roderick Strong. Okay, I can see that, but storyline doesn't work out. What I'm saying is like that's not what you asked. Yeah, no, I, 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 no. I what saying, I asked you, you was you had your dick out in the other room. Uh, <laughs> no, was, I could hear it. That's the beauty of doing this in my house. I kept the door open. <laughs> I could hear everything you said. <laughs> no, what I said. No, and I, but I won't back down from that. Velveteen Dream is a great character, and that's why people he want him. Green though, he's green. But he's he, not he, is green. Not, he has not I said had super that green, break. I'll take that back. He I'll hasn't that had back. that real breakout standout match where I'm just like, oh wow. The ladder match, there were six guys there. He's not green. Dream's not ready for G1. How about that? Oh, oh I who disagree. is? Who is? Oh, I don't know I John disagree. Moxley was. And then you saw how that worked out. <laughs> Dream would he be came better. back with that busted up elbow. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe we're having this conversation. Do you really think that Dream isn't ready for G one? You really yes. think that Dream is green? Yes, he could not compete on on that athletic level. And I don't say he never will. That's, I just say he needs a little bit of time. That's insane. And I'm not saying that I could do any better because that's. I mean, if, this is not well, a that, video, video cast. But yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, everybody knows you can do better. Week. Yes, I'm. I'm. And like, dude, like, I'm a that's huge Dream insane. fan, but I'm just being realistic. No. Like, this dude is amazing, and he has one of the brightest futures and no ceiling. This dude could be as. Oh, big. he's very articulate too. <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say for a black guy, he can speak very well. Like this he dude could be so the next well. Rock. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the Rock was green whenever he true, was pushed. Very him. true. Whenever the very Rock true. won the Intercontinental Championship, that dude was green. And remember I, his hair was. You talk about Justin Timberlake. Listen, the Rock's hair. If I wasn't was just twelve brutal. years old, I would have told you the Rock was green when the Rock was green. But I was twelve years old and I was just fucking yeah. eating it up. Okay. Can, can he? It, does he fight like Buddy Murphy? No. Can he fight like Tanahashi? No. But. Is he capable of having a very four star, four and a half star match, five star match? Of course he is. Yeah, I'm not saying that's not yeah, green. That's not green. When I think of green, I think of uh Nyla that, Rose. Nyla Rose. That's exactly what I was yeah. gonna say, Nyla Rose. Yeah. And you know what? We'll talk about the we'll talk about the cons later. But I do I do want to say something because Jason talked about the riddle uh match. Uh, and he mentioned how it was a big spot fest and how some people didn't like that. Oh, yeah, that's, how, that's one of the biggest knocks against like, NXT. You could watch that all day. What all match? Day. All day. The Riddle-Cole um, match, and he said it was there was a spot fest. It but was, there, was, there it were people was complaining about well, no, it. Yeah. I think what I said was is that there was a spot where they both did moves on the other, and there was no sell for Riddle, no sell for Cole, and then it ended up being... I guess it was like a, a Northern Lights suplex or whatever. I mean, yeah. that happens in NXT, but it doesn't happen all that often, which means I don't mind it when it happens. I can just understand it because, like, he does he did he that Canadian Destroyer off the top rope. And when I, when I do the Canadian Destroyer, which is whenever I just fill my wife's pussy up with a bunch of maple syrup and then I stick <laughs> my dick in it, I can only do that once. I can't do it twice. <laughs> so whenever he did it twice, I just fucking couldn't believe it. <laughs> Okay, boy, still didn't like what he was saying about finishers being finishers. I mean, he hit this Canadian Destroyer a second time, and that shit didn't finish him. So, I mean, there's the knock against NXT, and I totally get that thing. But ultimately, 
for me, it works. Okay, I I know we have I know we have no time limit tonight, but like we still have to talk about some other stuff. No, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Io Shirai, because we could sit here and talk for five could, hours. Yeah. Io Shirai should be on the main roster. Io Shirai chasing, versus, chasing the twenty four seven title. Io Shirai versus what the fuck is wrong with you? Io Shirai that, that versus Mia Yim. That was a joke. Was a fantastic match. Good for Mia Yim. Killer it was, match. It, it was nice to see her bounce back from the Shayna Baszler Lorray match. versus Baszler was a great match. Gargano versus Shane Thorne, nine minutes. Great match. Shane, who knew that Shane Thorne had it like that? Seriously. And then you Johnny have uh, Pete Dunn versus uh, friend of the show, Danny Birch. Yeah. Had a great match. Banger. Banger. Danny Birch might be my favorite guy that never wins. I mean, he's a great worker. Throw him, him up. And, him Throw and him and Oni <laughs> Lorkin are great. And then I you, love him as a tag team. And then you have Street Profits versus Undisputed Era. This was mini takeover. It was great. I, it was a takeover. No, that's why I was just going to say it was a takeover. Listen, we had Finn Balor come out. We right. we haven't even brought oh, it up. Dude, right. Yeah, NXT for life. Finn okay. Balor came out. Smart and Champa came out at the end. Another great dude. move where he just so, basically just circled him. He I didn't even look at. Adam Cole, he looked at Goldie and then came around and looked him in the face. I was like, oh, don't end, don't end. I rewound the part where Finn Balor says, from now on, I'm NXT. And when he said, from now on, I'm N, the crowd went nuts. And then he couldn't stop smiling. He (laughs) he couldn't even no-sell it. He couldn't even look hard because he knew how happy that made him. Good for him. And I saw people on Twitter saying that that meant that – that's an admission by WWE that fucked up with him on the main roster. Who gives a shit? Yeah, good. They're this actually is, admitting something. They're yeah, doing, right. I'd rather you just say they're yeah, paying yeah, the I guy main roster mm-hmm. money to make to work now, a lighter schedule and better matches. Now yep. all of a sudden, NXT's top of the card is kind of loaded. Involves Ciampa and Finn Balor and Matt Riddle you know what, and Velveteen and Adam Green. Cole. You know what it involves? It involves Bullet Club. That is yes. not Dude. an accident. Dude. Like, NXT, NXT is, are you ta- are you talking about uh, New Japan uh, Bullet Club? Absolutely, okay. NXT like is stacking themselves up though. So they're bringing in they're, they're bringing back themselves the OG no, Bullet should. Club. They, I guarantee you, like with this this they brought you know they got this, this rating, and if this happens continuously, Finn Balor there as Bullet Club is not an accident because they recognize that those are the fans, those are the fans they're going to watch, and they're trying to take those AEW fans. So I would not be surprised to see OC. And really, AJ somebody else NXT. said that. I'm just like, no, Dude. no, no. This is the Wednesday Night Wars. I'm telling you, it is on. Like, what do they do with Monday Night Wars? They invaded. I, 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 I think that WWE is our NXT, whatever you want to call it, is no, probably is is probably surprised at how good AEW looked, mm-hmm. and they're going to be shocked at how well AEW did on the ratings, and. They're going to no, bring dude, it. That curiosity. is what the wars are that, about. To me, that's curiosity. It's we already yeah. know the known. What's this? Of course, yeah. and it's not going to hold up. No, so, yeah, so we'll just see. We, yeah, so, just got to see how it goes. So, who had the better show? <sighs> they were both good, uh, and they were both different. Except for they, they both had a lot of wrestling and not no a lot of curve. Promos. No, yeah, it was pro wrestling. Are it we was, talking about pro wrestling? Just wrestling. Did we talk about this? Did we talk about the cons? No. We can talk about the cons from AEW. What yeah. do you want to talk about? I want to talk there's about... There's cons on both. But yeah, there's... Oh, oh, the bad. Not of, the Tony of, cons. Of okay, the bad of yeah, both. Not, yeah, not the K-H-A-N. I want to talk about the C-O-Ns. Okay, uh, 
for me, there were cons on the AEW show. Okay, way we can start more. with there. We can start there. So my number one con is the ending. The ending was a WCW schmoz ending. I watched it again today, and it looks like shit. Where there's a bunch of guys laying around, laying around the ring, and they are not Reba. Stop. <laughs> there's a bunch of guys laying around the ring, and. They're just all kind of selling, and then one guy comes in, one guy comes in, until there's 10 guys laying in the ring at the end. I get what you're saying, but I think it's, it's for effect. This is one of those things where you – this is going to be whatever the name of this faction is. Let's just call it the Jericho Hawks. Jericho the, and the guys. Okay, Jericho <laughs> and the guys have to come off looking strong. So you need Matt – to kind of, you know, get over Nick, you know, stop kicking my brother. You know, you need Cody to get drug over and laid in the pile like it's all dead wood. I get it. I'll take it one step further. Same match when Moxley came out and t- attacked Kenny Omega. In the middle of the match, I'm looking at the referee like... That was my yeah, biggest... It's okay. It's so ridiculous. I yes. needed the I needed the announce team to actually tell me, because this is something we know because we're nerds and we follow... And AW. the announce team was so good up until this they point. Were, they were really good, but like I needed I them to tell me that... Go ahead. I needed them to tell me that AEW, uh, that the referees are not prone to disqualifications because they want finishes. And I, I know that AEW wants finishes. They don't want DQs, especially in main events. But this was a point where... Maybe you do do a ref bump because, like, right. the, the ref just staring at Moxley interfering, like, everything we're conditioned is that this should be a disqualification. Yes. And when it wasn't, the okay. announce team did nothing to, like— Okay, so that was going to be my question. Maybe I missed it. Did they say—did the announce team say that— the referee is conditioned to let things no. go? they did not. Okay, they, then there's a problem. Not at Moxley that, was not at that point. Right. Uh, and I did love the brawl. The brawl was great. Yeah. Mox or uh, Kenny, like, he hit him with the mop and he did the cleaner thing. Right. Like, he yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like mopping yeah, that was the thing. Cool. And then he took the, okay, he but took the, the bump on the fucking glass. The glass, okay. Table. That's where I got a, a smidge of a problem because now we, we're pushing the TV 14 rating, which is great. But I'm looking for color at this point. And we're not getting it. I mean, look, we all cut ourselves. I mean, Nyla Rose in the semi-main I mean, event, that's Oh, you're talking about <laughs> different color. As <laughs> I was saying, we all cut each other with gl- cut ourselves with glass. I mean, you're immediately supposed to bleed. That's why I was kind of waiting for. I didn't get that. That's a little nitpicky to me. The biggest problem, the biggest con for me, was when Moxley came out, which was great. But then you didn't disqualify him. You let that go on. That went into the back, and well, then also, you kept the match followed, going. Yeah, they followed. They followed them into the back. But and, but we got the payoff, so I'm 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 okay with that. And at least you mentioned the smas, but at least there was a finish, and then the smas. It was not like every night or ever where they would promise you this main event, and you'd watch for three hours, and then five minutes into the match, it was just a schmoz. I think so. I there think, was a def- there was a definitive win, and Jericho went over. Went over and you had Santana Ortiz kind of debut themselves to a national media that, that or not national media, but a national audience that may not may or may not know who they are. Yeah. I mean, yes, we had a winner and a loser. I I don't like that the the commentators as well as the cameras followed Moxley and Omega when there was still a match going on. 
Yeah, that was that was definitely WCW. There, you but done I mean, uh, the whole thing was WCW. No, WWE's done it before, but it's it's more harking of WCW. Let's, I I get what you're let's, saying. Let's I call, get what you're saying. Let's call it how we see it. There has not been a WWE ending at the end of a show where there's ten guys laying around and only two guys are fighting in the middle. It has not happened in a long time. And now let's get to my favorite part. Jack Swagger's back. <laughs> it's not Jack Swagger. Okay, so there's the problem. I fucking love Jack Swagger. This and is Bellator undefeated MMA I know, competitor, Jake right, Hager. There you go. I know everybody doesn't like Jake Hager. I know they think that he's not much of a worker, but that is when Vince McMahon says, was me all along. He gave Jake Hager to AEW and... Did you see how big Jake Hager looked to, next to the rest of those guys? Yeah. He never looked that big beast. in WWE. He looked like Kane next to those guys, right? Okay, head and shoulders above the rest. He came in. And like I said, I know this wasn't the sexy pick, but this is going to work because he's going to go around and just oh, manhandle. I completely right. agree. I completely agree. But He'll you know, nobody muscle. else. You know, nobody else agrees with you. I can't believe all those guys started chanting, "We the people, Perfect. we the people." Perfect. I know that's Perfect. I know that's good because I love Jack Swagger. Okay, but nobody else does. No, everybody's been talking all sorts this, of shit about him for years and years and years. This is a shot across the bow of WWE. He's heating you, up. You keep playing. This is going to be one of them times where one of these jokers is finally going to break out. You changed his name. From Swagger to Hager, it's a complete Well, that's because WWE owns it, though. No, no, but I'm saying it's a cr- complete reboot. You do it where this never happened. He went over to Lucha Underground. He had two or three really good seasons of Lucha Underground and ended as Lucha Underground champion. Most people, Some people might not know that. He was signed before All Out. Some people might not know oh, that. Oh, I didn't know that. So he was basically— Did you know that? I didn't know uh, I knew Were you he hiding was that signed. from us? No, I knew he was signed, but this is one of those things where he just kind of disappeared, where they, you know, AEW signed this person, AEW signed that person, and, you know, so on and so forth. So at a certain point, he just disappeared, and then all of a sudden, pow, he comes back in one of the biggest moments of the night at the end, Rex Havoc, and they all stand they tall. Needed, they needed somebody. They needed, like, a, a reveal. They needed their Lex Luger. You know, I mean, and that's that's gonna be his muscle. That'll be Jericho's muscle, and at some point, Hager will turn on Jericho. You have that to work off. Of. I think yeah. I think it's funny though that everybody's cool with Jack Swagger coming back to AEW when everybody hated the shit out of him in WWE. I didn't watch him in WWE. That is the least. That's the least sexy dude it, no, that they could. Get. I didn't hate him. I'll, I'll say this. I, I didn't love, hate I him. Him. him and Cesaro were a great team great. together. So he it, was a great champion. If if you kept them together, I thought you somebody could play please them give, me some, <laughs> give me from thigh, good side. Like I said, keep the mic away from you. you should be okay, and like, that's why you got Jericho tag, there. What was their tag team name? The dudes who can't talk, the Real Americans. Oh Jesus Christ, that's better. Okay, they came out. They, <laughs> they put were their the Real hands, Americans. They put their hands across on their hearts, and, and they, they said, they, "We like, the people." We the people, and it. it, it I can't, uh, uh, they were they great. come out to Hulk Hogan's Real American. They, they, shit, uh, if, if they could, they would. The other. Like, looking back over what I've written from NXT last night and AEW last night, there's really nothing that was a miss from NXT. I would I will name one other miss from AEW. No. And that, that's get, the women's di- get, the, the women's division in AEW is 
not good. I can give you a miss from NXT. Go with go with the, the NXT first. Now I'll, I'll address the AEW. The miss from the NXT, so they give you that half an hour of no commercials at the beginning, which was cool. But then they loaded the commercials at the on the end, back end, on the yeah. back end, and that Pete Dunn match that we were talking about suffered. Even though you got to see the picture in picture, that suffered, and also the overrun, which was all of this was geared. The half an hour of no commercials at the front. And the 15-minute overrun was all geared to beat AEW in the ratings. And guess what? It fucking failed. And it's, they, it's week one, man. I, I'm not saying, I'm not being an AEW, Mark. I'm just saying, like, they're fighting this battle so hard and, and doing all these, like, cheap tricks they did 20 years ago instead of putting their product first. If they would have just given us a two-hour NXT, it would have been just as good. But they did this fucking weird shit. Who did? It, NXT? NXT. And then it, it, I feel I like the show suffered. They I don't do think any weird shit they at could, all. No, they, Adam Cole and Matt Riddle no, came out minute, first. And that's I, and I'm just actually, a good that, that can be fine. That's I can, cool. I'm fine with that being first. I'm talking okay about it. no commercial breaks. You could give me one commercial break during that match and taken one of them away from the Pete Dunn match and not done a 15-minute overrun and just given me two hours of like a normal wow. show. Wow. Yeah, that Christ. is that is so like, <laughs> like, like wow. I don't I don't get that. All AEW did was just give us a two hour show. I'm just saying NXT could have just given us a two hour show. Ah, uh, you okay. mark. Okay, are you kidding? Let me let me, let me address no the AEW. Way. Let me address the AEW thing because that would be the, so that's you want, the other you thing. You want a two hour and fifteen minute NXT every week? Next, now they're going to give you. If a they're going to do it NXT. like that every week, yes, I do want but a two hour. Not. That was a that was a takeover, dude. That was a takeover. There was. Tons of good matches. I don't think you can do it was, that. It was every, five okay. great matches, but I don't the think you can do good. that every week. I think no, that's how. Of course, really they were all putting their best for foot best forward. foot forward. Of okay. course, they were. All right, so I was just going to say, let's let's get that off the table. You know, no the way doubt. It, the way it started, the way it ended, I thought it was great. Everything else in the middle was really, really good. Um, like I said, NXT, I really can't nitpick at too much. The only other thing. I was going to talk about the AEW women's division, and I was going to nitpick on that. Uh, the Naga Rose-Rio match, you brought Britt Brit Baker out to do commentary. The woman hardly talked. She that's didn't a, say anything. I mean, a, come that's on. That, if, if you're going to bring her match. out. But that's better. No, no, than, no, no. no it's, that's better than saying stuff and being bad. No, then, okay, then I'll take it one step further. When, after the match, when Riho got attacked by Naga Rose, it should have been Britt Baker and making not, the not save than Kenny Omega making the save. That jet, the yeah, optics of that looked a little I, weird. I tell you what, the Riho Nyla match had issues. Nyla is super green. Rio's young, but she's a star. And you think she's as green as Velveteen Dream? Uh, yes, <laughs> even more so. Way more so. Say, we ain't but gonna live that one down. No, she's, say, a, she's a she's a botch machine, like, man. Oh, come oh, no, but stop. Like, she's like, not good. Like no, a Velveteen Dream match, the fucking crowd halfway you mean through Nyla the match Jax? was into it, dude. Huh? I'm not talking about Nyla Rose. I don't, I'm not a Nyla Rose mark. Like she's green. She needs work. But the crowd was into that. Riho made them a believer, and this crowd cared about who won that match. Agreed. If you listen to the crowd reactions. They were fucking into it, and, and it that's all that matters. matters yeah. It doesn't matter about us three at this at this table. Yes. I agree. Yes, the crowd was into it, and that's what matters. I agree. No, totally. but I mean, for me talking about it right here, only this table matters. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. The crowd was also into Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes, and Kevin Smith hasn't made a good movie. That's the Bush administration. I hate which one. 
chasing Amy was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Dogmo's all right. Okay. Yeah, all right. Whatever. Get the fuck out of here. Come on. Actually, no, Jason but- and Bob Stripe Back was probably the last good one. I never even, I refused to watch it. Oh, dude, it was really good. Oh, I can't watch it because Kevin Smith makes those extreme faces that he did the other night, too. It's like, he's so over the top. It's like a silent movie actor. Yeah, Yeah. but that's not the way that Silent Bob started out with Mallrats and Clerks. He used to just sit there and just be silent and not make any any faces at all. Then the dude had to ham it up. Like, it wasn't enough for him to direct the movies. You know what? We're getting off point. Yeah, uh, stay tuned to you. our uh, next podcast. Uh, <laughs> Ban from Mallrats. <laughs> All right. So Wednesday Night Wars. Who do you guys think won week one? I think th- I think we should do this every week. Who won week one? Who do you uh, say we won week one? I'll just, I mean, I'll qualify it a little bit. Uh, wrestling was NXT uh, as a show that I'm interested in as far as Not allowed lines. to qualify it. Just say who won. Uh, but, but I mean, then what's your what is your uh, your basis? I'll like? say the AEW one because they came out guns a blazing, and even though they didn't put on a better show than NXT, I think that everybody that I came in contact with on Twitter and that I've seen on Facebook, I think AEW surpassed. Every single expectation, they exceeded expectations, and, and, it, I, and, and it was and, in next week. And I can't wait. For next Wednesday, yeah. I re- I really can't wait. It's going to be great. No, I, like I, we're in the Wednesday Night Wars, guys, and I can't wait to see what happens. NXT did have better matches, and if that's what this gets us, is better wrestling. The, okay, the best the thing that could have happened to us as wrestling fans is that AEW got better ratings. Okay, yeah, and, and it here, really is. I mean, yeah, it because really now, is. now, because now it's on. Trip is is going to make sure that that that's not going to happen. As long again. as Vince doesn't bring out. Undertaker to just like smash everybody on NXT. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> and say, It was me all along. See, here's the thing NXT gave us the marquee matches of storylines that we already kind of knew what was going on. AEW did things that you didn't see coming. So ultimately, for me, it's what do you like more? The better wrestling? NXT, the better storylines was coming from AEW. For me, I'm a storyline guy. I'm a faction guy. I'm gonna go with AEW, but it wasn't like it was, you know, a blowout by any stretch. It's it's a it's a, almost a photo finish. Every, both things were good. Both shows were good. Very little bad. Everybody wins, right? Everybody wins. The real winner is the fans, and the fans have banned from ringside. And the real winner was the friends we made along the way, and that's gonna bring it to our two count. One. Two, three. Guys, got, I know we don't have a time limit, but we've been talking for almost an hour on the one count. And I was that really an hour? I almost no, it wasn't. I hour. almost for, no, I said almost, and I almost forgot what the two count was in classic uh, two beer fashion. But I do remember what it is now, and it is what is it? SmackDown coming to Fridays, and I tell you what, guys, uh, all this talk about ratings. Uh, SmackDown is going to do a bonkers rating on Friday. You think so, really? I think so, uh, especially because The Rock is going to be there. Uh, the Rock is the namesake, and The Rock is a draw. And so I, Raw I, I did what? Two point four? Did I read that right? Yes, and that was that so was SmackDown's going to do more than two point four. That was the best since oh, dude, SmackDown's going to do four million viewers. I bet. <laughs> I think so, because okay. so you're a football guy, right? Yeah. So you've been watching football. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not an NFL guy. 
Uh, I, I fucking hate the NFL as as a company. Um, I like the sport of football, but I never watched football. But uh, because of my profession, I often see a lot of football. It, it does come across your television. I do see what Fox has been doing with their promotions, and their promotion has been fantastic. So between Fox's promotion of SmackDown, even though Joe Buck fucking hates it, because dude, tell I, shit. I never thought a dude could hate something as much as Joe Buck hates fucking. Like, I mean, plugging you, you could just you could feel like the just the life being sucked out of him when he has to say, you know, I, Friday Night SmackDown. The only thing Joe Buck likes less than wrestling is being compared to his dad and fucking his own wife. <laughs> wow, that's it. Roasted. Okay. That's an STL roast, guys. Come to STL. I was getting ready to say, good thing he's from here. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you'll learn. Come to STL. But, uh, yeah, so Fox has done an amazing job, uh, and we got The Rock. They're bringing back Hulk Hogan and Flair, which was a big hit. It was the biggest segment of the night on Monday. That was the worst hot garbage ever, but uh, go ahead. But, you know, what do you expect with those dudes? Like, you give them a mic. I, 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 expect, just... I expect them to have a segment and move along. Don't drag me into oh. some crown jewel bullshit. You knew it was coming. This no, is, I didn't. This I is... actually didn't think it was coming. I, just, I honestly thought it was just going to be – Here's a segment, you know, we're going to hype up sure. this TV. Here's the only reason I thought it might be coming. Raw. The only reason I thought it might be coming is because we've talked in the past about Ric Flair's lawsuit with WWE. Right. And I figured Crown Jewel is their way to pay him off without actually paying him off. If they're like, hey, we will, Saudi Arabia will pay, pay you, you $3 million to come to Saudi Arabia, which. In his condition, at his age, he probably shouldn't get on a plane to Saudi Arabia. But, you know, I'm not Ric Flair. Like, he's done way worse shit in his life than that. But um, <clears throat> what's interesting is I just saw it coming. I saw this. But now we got a five-on-five match before Survivor Series in Saudi Arabia that I'm not going to watch. I Hell mean, no. Like, I don't think anybody at this table is going to watch. Um, but, you know... We'll uh, report on it for you guys because uh, that's... You no, know, somebody gets hurt that I want to talk about outside of that. I have very little interest in this. To me, SmackDown but is... The point is SmackDown. We got Brock Lesnar, Kofi right. Kingston. Brock's taking that title. You think so? Absolutely. Brock is going to carry that thing into Mania. And he is uh, like... Okay, wh- what, is, what does Vince do I, whenever he's threatened? I have a prediction. What, what does Vince do Friday when he's threatened, night. though? No, he, he goes to what he knows. He goes to what he knows. And what does he know? He knows Brock Lesnar. He's got a ton of money. He knows he can shovel that money, and Lesnar knows he can shovel that money to him. There's a reason that Lesnar got down to fighting weight, got into uh, the the pool, like the testing pool, and that was only to fucking extort Vince for more money because he knew that he could get more money. So Before Jason goes, can I give my prediction on what happens? Yeah. Yeah. My prediction is exactly what you said. Vince always goes to what he knows, right? So he's going to put the belt on Brock. I think that you remember when uh, True Detective had Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson go on HBO and, and Alexander Daddario's tits, which are the best tits. I was about to say, was that first season? Great, great that tits. was the first yeah, and the first best season. season. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. so one of the best seasons of television. Eh, it fell apart at the end. <laughs> Eight episodes, in my home opinion. Wow, but. After, after so it's, out, it so downhill. over the last few years, it's become okay for movie stars to go on TV, right? Big time movie stars to go on TV. Oh yeah, do you see where I'm going? Yeah, I see where you're going. Yeah. So I think that Friday night, Brock wins the title from Kofi. The Rock comes out, 
and rock bottoms Brock Lesnar. Dude, don't. And we're getting rock no, versus Brock. No, come on, man. Come on, stop. And that's stop. When, that's stop. When, that's what Vince is no. going to say. Man, I've been hearing that for two years. I'm sick of hearing this nonsense. The Rock's going to be there, though. You know he's going to okay. be there. Yeah, he's going to be there because gonna it's pay his him. fucking Vince, show. I'm it's telling you what. fucking show. As much as we're talking about how big of a week this is on wrestling, we haven't even talked about how SmackDown is going to be on the one of the big four networks in the first time in history, which is Friday night's kind of a dead spot for network television, which makes it perfect for for. for for, for professional wrestling. This is huge. Do not be surprised if you see The Rock get involved with Brock Lesnar on Friday night and then we get Rock versus Brock on at WrestleMania or, I mean, somewhere else. I think Really? Really? Yeah, so, really? So what? So what? We're going to see Brock beat Rock again? That's my payoff? I've already seen that. When's the last time it happened? Uh, 2003? Whatever. I was going to say. You, you, mean, came, you know how long ago 2003 was? So let me get this straight. We had a dickhead so Republican in the White House so, in 2003. So yeah, Rock's, times have really changed. Rock's, <laughs> Rock's motivation for this is what? To get Brock over? Brock's already over. No, uh, to the get motivation money, is it? To get money? Brock, Rock is the highest paid movie actor in the world. How he, much more money do you want? Because he loves it. Okay. So then this It doesn't is, take that much work from him and Vince will pay him a ton of money and he loves He's got it. the money. So that that can't be the motivation. So the motivation then he loves is, it. Okay, then then let's say that. I that to he, me doesn't even I do make this podcast fucking, for the love. But that doesn't Okay, that's totally different. This is on He's a much up. This is on a much smaller scale. I'm saying that that has been done. To me it's about the payoff. We've seen this payoff before. Have a, I'd be different if, like, Rock beat Brock the first time. Now, you, here's a different payoff. I don't want to see this payoff. Just because, A, it's not about Rock. It's not about what you want, though. The Rock is a way bigger star than he was back in 2003. A way bigger star, right? So, so how much more money could Vince make if The Rock is coming? How much money, How much more money would Vince have to pay The Rock for Vince to make that much more money to have The Rock headline WrestleMania, he'd pay thirty to million dollars to headline WrestleMania. Oh yes. yeah, you're paying some loot. You because now I got to do promotion. I got to do you know sign here, be there. Bottom all nine, seven five Cardinals. Oh shit! What the fuck? Yeah, we're in the lead. <laughs> See what happens when we talk for an hour. Yeah, I know. Um, now this I lost is my train a of thought. Real deal. Holy field. Rock, rock. First time in three years. Fuck the Rock and Brock Lesnar. Red October in St. Louis. Okay, see, that's what's up. I'm not saying fuck the Rock and Brock Lesnar. No, like, I'm really no, I'm, I'll, say I'll say it. I'll say it because I don't want to. The Rock and Brock. Why, never, rock and Brock never fought at WrestleMania. The I Rock and care. Brock connection. I don't care. Ah, Jesus. So you got a whole roster of guys, and you going to bring The Rock back? I'm down with it. WrestleMania is whatever. No, no, it doesn't no, no, fucking no. mean yeah, anything. Like, what, it, like, it what are you everything. so mad about? That they're not putting guys over? Were it, you mad about... Uh, where's Buddy Murphy? It means everything and nothing at the same time. Okay, because fuck is Buddy Murphy? Uh, Do you really think yeah, Buddy Murphy's going to be anywhere cause a on month that ago, Because a month ago, everybody's like, oh, Buddy Murphy's a star. He's the greatest thing ever. He's got this rough from Robert Reigns. Womp, 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 womp. Ain't seen him since. Buddy Murphy this, should be in New Japan is where he should be. Okay. Jesus God bless Christ. him for it. 
I'm just saying. It's like you guys have never watched. It's like you've never watched WWE before. It's like it's not going to be Buddy Murphy. It's going to be Rock versus Brock. He sells the poster. So, 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 what's Roman Reigns going to do? Roman Reigns is going to hang out. Roman Reigns is going to hang out. Uh, Roman Reigns will probably fight Seth Rollins like third to last match or something. Triple triple threat, baby. Brock and Rock are. Brock is an attraction. Rock is God Ooh, bless Brock, him. Rock and Roman Reigns. I would watch that. I would watch it. Ooh, don't, watch. don't see. Don't don't put that out in the air. Two I, Samoans. I watch, don't put that out in the air. Two Samoans. Fucking Canadian. Yeah. Don't put that out in the air like that. <laughs> but I'd watch Brock and Rock versus Seth Rollins too. Whew. Don't you put out that on the air? Two Samoans. Fucking no, Midwesterner. See, I don't like that at all. You dude. know my favorite match. My favorite WWE match of the last ten years is Brock. Seth and Cena. That Shocker, triple threat fucking match. Fucking rules, though. <laughs> that match fucking rules. Anyway, no, do we uh, We also have Kevin Owens versus... Uh, see, I'm in my home. I forgot that we were doing a podcast. We also have uh, Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon in a ladder match, which is a big match on Friday Night SmackDown. Thoughts on that? Loser leaves WWE. It, to me, it's like a pulling a weed. If Shane loses, then somebody else is going to come out. Probably Stephanie to replace Shane as the next authority of figures. I mean, it's. It, I would love to think that at some point you would do something kind of original. Even though Lashley Atlanta was original, was so right field. I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Ko is going to win. It's just the question is. Is Shane coming back? If not, then who replaces Shane ultimately as the next authority figure? Because no, I think KO might lose. He might go to NXT. It's a very p- good possibility, especially with um, Finn Bauer coming back. I would just say this. I don't think you have to bring a lot of these guys back. KO coming back would be nice, but I don't, I don't think you need to bring him back. There's a, a draft coming up on on Friday. I think right. KO's going to be a part of that draft. We did the uh, KO retirement, and then he just goes to another brand. We did that last year, if anybody guys remember. But no, you don't no, remember yeah. because WWE has conditioned you to forget everything because nothing fucking matters. You guys remember it, right, no, though? No, no. Yeah, we but they're, do, they're doing the draft this time, and this draft is going to be... Two-part draft, one SmackDown, other part on And Raw. you know this draft is kind of NBC versus Fox because there's going to be... a. Oh, yeah. I mean, USA's got to be appeased and Fox has to be appeased. Right. It's kind of going to be it's very interesting. interesting. Politically, it's very interesting. Yes, and I'm excited to see it. Uh, any other thoughts on SmackDown on Fox? Uh, what do you guys think? The, the ladies. Uh, I'm kind of looking forward for the, the ladies kind of having their uh, tag team match, the four horse women. I think that's going to kind of set up the Sasha... Uh, Becky feud going into Hell in a Cell. Well, we still have Hell in a Cell coming up. There's only three matches announced yeah. for Hell in a Cell. Real quick, before we get into the third count, uh, what do you guys think about this news about seeing CM Punk possibly being offered a Fox contract to do the WWE special? So you guys know about this special. For those of you guys who are not listening, uh, Fox on FS1 is doing a live studio um much like, uh, you know, Talking Smack or uh, what the a- Tony Schiavone does for the AEW Control Center, where they talk about the week in professional wrestling in WWE. Uh, CM Punk's agent reached out to Fox, got him an interview. He did an interview and got, uh, apparently did pretty well and is possibly going to get an offer for this job. 
what do you guys think about him getting this offer for Fox? Uh, if he gets a Fox contract, you want this one? You want me to say that it's not <laughs> not necessarily a WWE contract because he would be a Fox employee. Uh, I mean, I'll I'll believe it when I see it. Like I'll, did, I'll I'll never believe that CM Punk is coming back to wrestling until, until I, I see, see it, CM Punk. A, and then I'll I'll piggyback on that. B, I don't necessarily think that he would be as scathing as you might think, even though it's oh I don't think he'd be Fox. scathing. No, no, I'm I'm just saying I'm not saying he'd be scathing at all. I'm just saying. That would drum up interest, like this. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I just I, it would drum up interest. I think CM Punk is is very content on keeping us. No, he had his place. He I'm not a Phil Brooks place. fan. Okay, yeah, there you about, go. Like there that? you go. There yeah, you go. There you go. That's the perfect way to. Put okay, it. I like that totally. Um, He's an asshole. I think he he likes to keep us kind of waiting for him to come back because he know he we want him to come back. I think he's he's perfectly content just hanging out, being with AJ, doing his thing, and God bless him for it. Plenty of other guys that would love to step up and take his place. Cardinals won. Cardinals win, baby. Cardinals win. Plus one. Big Papa Pullman's about to get a sixth championship ring. Is Katie Vick? No Cardinals. (laughs) Who's gonna get their fifth? Who's gonna get the next championship ring? My dad. He's got. He's got five. That's right. He's about to get number six. He's about to outdo Michael Jordan. All right, and that's going to bring it to our three count. One, two, three. So before we get to the Hell in the Cell predictions, uh, I just got to talk about this segment this week with Ms. TV and Flair and Hogan. I thought and you were going to go with Lana and I'd rather not. I'd rather not. Um, Why not, man? That, well, was, that was beautiful interracial. He, <laughs> he doesn't want to get hard here in his house with us around. Not his legs hanging out. I'm like, what dude, the fuck? They is made this? out for dude. so long that he kept I coming back for more. I'm like, dude, dude. That's I would have done wife. the same thing. That's his wife. Back like the fuck up. He cut, a, really, he cut really him so hard. Two beer. Come on, man. Why is acting like he he didn't have any for like? Years, guys. This is yeah. my this is my three count. So I wanted to talk about uh, Lana getting that BBC. <laughs> <laughs> All those steroids. You know, you think, it, you, think no it's, you, think you think it's really a BBC? No, I want to talk about. I wanted to talk about. Uh, I wanted to talk about Flair and Hogan and how unhinged Flair looked. Flair did not look like he was part of that. Part of that yeah. segment at all, like yeah, Miz got worked. Miz had to, Miz had Miz had to rein him in a couple times. Um, I think it's interesting. Uh, somebody said to me on Twitter, uh, the same guy that Jason hates, the same guy that I super hate, uh, said on Twitter that oh, I know which one. They know when to bring Hogan out. They know that they can't bring him out in blue states, which they're probably right about. So they brought him out in the same county that George or Joe Arpaio. Uh, was elected sheriff for 24 years, and he got all cheers. Um, that sounds like something Nick would say. Flair, <laughs> Flair looked, Flair looked insane. Dude, the worst part was the people chanting one more match when this guy is clearly now like barely capable of getting in the ring. But at the same time, he was the biggest star on the entire show, and even though he's Ric Flair and he's old. And he is not as with it. That dude, I I would argue, outperformed everyone on that show eh. on the mic. Who else? Eh. Who else was on that show? That, I don't know. He he kind of looked like shit. 
I thought he looked look, like shit. Look, I'm the I, biggest Ric Flair guy in the room. It, that was getting hard to watch at a certain point. I thought the Miz did a really good job of keeping it. Just, you know, yeah. hey, oh, you being, know. Being he, was, he was corralling yeah, the whole thing. I'm like, just, whoa, hey, come back in, come, come back on, in. Yeah, you know, you know I, I know you're you feeling could, it. You could see that Miz was off his game. Like, he threw Miz off his game. Like, and Miz had to. Oh, yeah. Because he got he's into do that the anyway. angle. Even if, even if he's not 70-something years old and almost died last year, he's going to do that anyway because he's Ric Flair. Dude doesn't. Because he's Ric Flair, he's going to die this year. <laughs> Stop it. Hey, but look. You, you give him a mic, and he's going to say he's he got that much time left, dude. Man, fuck that. He's making it to He's on borrowed time now. Uh, but I'm just saying he's not going to say what, what you want. Like, honestly. But he is the most interesting thing on that show. What I, I even like SmackDown. I watched all of Raw and SmackDown. Raw's been better. You know, you, you, if you guys listen to this, you know that I don't watch like Raw and SmackDown all the time. I've been watching because they've been better. What? No, stop it. No, you hate Raw. Stop it. Raw yeah. has not been and better. You love Raw, Raw has not been better. Don't let's, don't, let's no, not lie. Nah, it's been Raw, like 80-20. It's been like 80% good, Raw, 20, 20% so atrocious. Raw that, was not bad this week. 20% atrocious that you don't think it's better, but, but it is, but the 20% I mean, about, is so about bad. About time when you guys started agreeing with me. Like, you guys always hate on it, like, indiscriminately, no matter what. Like, whatever happens. But Raw was okay this week, man. You had Okay? A, That's the bar? The bar is okay? Yeah, they do three hours a week, and they do it's, two it, hours so of SmackDown. C, so C's yeah, are okay. Fuck, yeah, yeah. Viking Raiders I'm versus sorry. OC did 10 minutes. Uh, hmm. uh, Ziggler and Rude versus Heavy Machinery did ooh, 10 minutes. Ooh, there was two Firefly Funhouses. Oh, there was oh, two so Firefly Funhouses. Fire, yeah, there, shocker. Are you just going to say this to everything I say? Are you just going to keep saying this to everything <laughs> I say? I'll let you finish. Ray, or uh, Brock Lesnar, de- destroy Dominic and Ray. That oh, was shocker. Cool. Cesaro, <laughs> Cesaro and Ricochet had 10 minutes. AJ and Cedric Alexander had 10 minutes. I Heyman really had a show. segment. I like Rusev show. and Seth Rollins had fucking 10 minutes. And then you had Lashley and Lana making out. And then The Fiend came in and fucked Seth Rollins up. That's three hours. Like, if, like, if, you, have, if you have to watch it while it's happening... Then you're a sucker, man. Just wait till it's done and fast forward it. But Raw was not that bad this week. If it was the first week of AEW, you'd be saying it was a killer show. Come on, get the fuck out of here. Okay, so so you this is the up? season premiere of, of Monday Night Raw. So you're going to lead off with the usual talking opening bullshit segment, blah, blah, blah. The only good part that, about wait, that. Wait, wait, the only that good the, part about that is that Brock Lesnar destroyed both Ray and Dominic. So that was not a typical opening segment. The only good like part Canadian about fucks it. two Mexicans. Uh, are you uh, kidding me? The Brock only Lesnar good part destroyed. About, he should. Dominic. I could throw around Ray Mysterio. I'm a buck seventy. Ray Mysterio is about my weight. I think I could throw him around. It's Dominic. Fun. God bless him too. He got thrown around oh, too. So he's got thrown around. So yeah. Who do you want to throw around? Earthquake. You threw around fucking Look. Dominic and Rey Mysterio. It was funny. It was entertaining. Stop shitting okay, on it. Okay, so so then the cops are going to pull you know oh, Brock aside, God. and there's no charges. Get the fuck out of here. Let some let my black ass start assaulting white people in the motherfucking where where were they at? I don't even remember where they were on uh, Monday night. Let me start assaulting white people on oh, just for because I can. Because I'm Jason Bell and, and I'm gonna throw up. around Rey Mysterio and Dominic. Oh, Dominic, come on over here! I'm gonna drag you over He's the guardrail and I'm just gonna throw you around and, and nothing's up. gonna happen. I'm gonna drag you over He's this fucking up. 
Well, but see, this is what I'm talking about. The same shit happens all the time, but it just we tweak we tweak it a little bit. It's just it's it's so original. This ain't original. It's the same shit that Brock always does. The bottom line is is that he just did it to somebody else that was different. We did it to Rey Mysterio because we were so hyped that Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins gonna have this great match. Womp womp womp. So you throw poor Rusev out there. God bless him. Everybody's so excited that we ain't seen Rusev in two weeks and have soon. As soon as we see Rusev, oh, it, what happened? Oh, shit. Rusev getting ready to go down. How this shit getting ready to happen? The next thing you know, I'm watching the match. It's a good match. And then, He's oh, heating up. Oh, Glassley's coming out. Okay, that's cool. I see you, Glassley. Glassley's looking jack, baby. You looking real jack, baby. You looking real jack. So then the next thing you know, I'm looking up. And who the fuck? Lana's coming out. Oh, man. Whoa, whoa, He's whoa. Up. Oh, this is happening. Oh, they, they, they're kissing. I'm in the... We took away from that whole match to concentrate on that. And and then on top of it, and then on top of it, you had Bray attack Seth again for the third straight time, or not even the third straight time, the first time they actually put physical hands on each other. At least this time Seth didn't cry. He he couldn't. He had a, a... Going full of fingers in his throat. That, that's the thing. It's like you just you, if you don't want somebody Come to on, cry, man, you, just, you just put you just shove their fingers, your fingers in their throat, and they won't cry, and they won't call the cops either. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same shit. Okay, let's cut to the chase. Heavy Machine wasn't gonna win. Okay, AJ wasn't gonna lose. Good matches, but I mean, you didn't do anything to extend storylines, and now you got three matches for a Hell in a Cell that's coming up in two days. They don't give a oh, fuck about Hell in a Cell, though, because three count. No, we're already done. Oh, with fuck, our... we're on the three count. <laughs> we haven't even done them yet. Yeah, we did the three count. That was We haven't done but predictions we didn't do the predictions. That's the whole point. That's, that's, the, four, that's the four count. There's a four count? No. That's going to do it for our three count. <laughs> One, two, what is this? Three. King Kong Bundy banned from ringside. We're doing a fucking five count. Aye. JCB, tell us about F&B Eatery. F&B Eatery on the corner of 3453 South Hampton, part of our own fucking four count. <laughs> South Hampton Mafia of Independent Restaurant Tours. Go check my boy Mike out. He is your man if you're looking for smash burgers. Ooh, excuse me, on the weekends, especially if you are out and about getting the honeydew list done you can slide on in on saturday or sunday morning get you something for breakfast maybe you're getting something to finish up the evening come on in slide on in check my boy mike out fb eatery 3453 on southampton telling that band from ringside sent you this is band from ringside all right time for some predictions three uh, are we going, how are we going to do this? I how mean, are we going to do this? Seriously. I mean, there's only three predictions, so no, it should be, should be easy. Okay, so... I mean, it's going to be weird. So, for the record, as we are taping on Thursday night, there are three announced matches. I'm not even... I know the two. I'm not even sure what the third is. Probably don't really give a shit. Dean Bryan and Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. Okay, like I said, that falls into that category. So any of these other matches that come up, we're just going to enjoy it, not going to worry about, you know, numbers-wise. These mean, are the matches that are going to go pre- to our official well, predictions. I mean, this is the brand-new world that we're living in where SmackDown happens on Fridays. So we have and to also, figure, we have to figure out... It's not a big deal compared to SmackDown. So. But th- there really is only three matches, though. I mean, it was just pretty weird. 
that's the thing. They're not worried about building these matches because SmackDown's the draw, right? I guess, but I mean, uh, okay, but then we might have to come up with a system where we might not do predictions on on air, but right. just have them listed at we'll some point. We'll have to see how it is, because, I mean, we might not do the pod on Thursday nights. Who knows? It's a free world out here. It like, is a free I mean, world. I'm not even wearing pants, guys. This ain't less being comfortable. So, nobody. we have Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus uh, Eric Roman and Luke Harper. I won't call them the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, Zach Pullman, you're up first. I'm going with uh, the baby faces, uh, which is Brian and Reigns. All right. Uh, JCB? I'm going to agree. Ultimately, I think this is going to come down to who the champion is at the end of Friday night, which I think it will be Brock Lesnar. So you need to position people around him to challenge for said title. I think you got a couple of guys in Roman Reigns and one Daniel Bryan to position themselves as guys to go after Brock Lesnar. Daniel Bryan, I think, would probably be first because more of the fresher feud, but nonetheless, neither here nor there. Baby faces go over. I'm going to go with the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, I'm not sure oh, Not sure why. <laughs> it's, I just, a, it's a new world, that's why. And Bill does the same old shit. <laughs> God damn it. Feels that like makes, I'm going to back Israel. That makes me want to switch it. I'm not sure why. But uh, no, we've, sorry, been, we've been backing Israel for a long time. Yeah, you guys are And hilarious. even though they often seem like the baddies. You guys are really funny. Uh, uh, Sam Maul took Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. Even though Sam Maul isn't here, we're still taking his No, nah, we're uh, taking his picks. He's gotta be, somebody's got to uh, be the placebo. And the Murray man took the Bludgeon Brothers. Ah, oh, my dude, my dude. Yeah, it's about to say the Titanic's got to lean one way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'll go first here on Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. Hell in a cell. Um, I mean, I got to go Sasha Banks. I mean, I rode with her last time. You rode with her? What was she like on the road? She was shitty, man. What'd she you guys eat? She didn't share her corn nuts. Oh, that's fucking lame. Uh, who you got? Go ahead, Drew. Uh, I actually have Sasha uh, because I feel like they've been building this up. Becky's been like calling her out about how she's been four-time champion and has never retained. I feel like uh, either they got to have her retain as a storyline, or they got to just keep this thing going and they got to they got to fucking have her win and then lose it again because Vince has to be right every time. Uh, either way, I feel like. Uh, it's time for a little bit of a change. Becky's been champion for a long time. Uh, WrestleMania. So, yeah, so I think it's time for a change. JCB? I'm, I'm going to piggyback on that, and I think this is part of the reason why Sasha comes back. I mean, if there's not some sort of, you know, hidden, okay, wink, wink, not nudge, nudge, come on back and we'll make sure we take care of you. I think taking care of Sasha Banks is one of two things, not only that she wins the title, but then she at least defends the title. This, I mean, it. Wait, you so you guys agreed with me and you made fun of me? Well, yeah. Jesus Christ. So everybody took Sasha Banks, except for Sam. I hope he's right. <laughs> D- doesn't help you. Everything he's still, you know, he's probably still. You know, no, I just, I just enjoy spending this time with you. Okay. <laughs> and for the championship, we have Seth Rollins versus the. 
Bray Wyatt. I'll, I'll uh, engineer Sam. Uh, I'm going to tell you that Engineer Sam has Seth Rollins. God bless that. I'm dude. also That's surprising. Gonna... Is it his brother, Seth? Yeah. Yeah, I know. He never takes Seth. Never. And I'm also going to just... tell you that Murray the Murray Man Murray. Oh, jeez. He, he took the fiend. He yeah. took Seth Rollins via DQ. It doesn't oh, get him. Golly. It doesn't get him every any extra points, but he's trying so, to but be no, smart. He, yeah, he's trying to be. He should have just, just picked the fiend like he wanted to. Yeah, I'm, I'm very surprised. It's going to say that this is what happens when we were not in studio together, because if we were in studio together. Sam would pick Bray Wyatt, and then Murray would piggyback on that. I just, if you don't pull the trigger now, I don't think you. The backlash will be too much. It's kind of like what I was saying about Rio versus Nyla Jax on the way over here. The safer pick was Rio. The safer pick here is Bray Wyatt. Seth Rollins can come and go be its champion any given point at any time he wants to. You have a very small window with Bray Wyatt. You fucked it up with Braun Strowman when you had the chance about a year ago to make him champion when he was hot going against Roman Reigns. Now you have the same opportunity, even a bigger star with fucking Bray Wyatt. You have to pull the trigger here. If you don't, then everybody, including myself, is going to be like, oh, same old shit. Bray Wyatt's just getting crushed. Bray Wyatt has to go over here. Too big. Bray Wyatt. Uh, one of my favorite Coyden Camry lyrics is uh, pull the trigger and the nightmare stops. I would say pull the trigger and the nightmare starts with the fiend Bray Wyatt. Let's start Woo! this fucking nightmare going. You should write that down. <laughs> let's, let's fucking sell some masks. Let's fucking line Vince McMahon's pockets. Right before with, Halloween. With candy corn, fucking sticky money, and let's fucking just like come Quick side in, note. in those fucking... Dreadlocks. Bray uh, Wyatt. Bray Wyatt's <laughs> like Hall of, uh, you know, fame or whatever you want to call it, the list of uh, victims. I didn't see Braun Strowman on there. I'm just throwing it out there. He'll probably be the first uh, guy to fall to, to Bray, Bray Wyatt. Wyatt. That's what I'm saying. I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, there's no way that Bray Wyatt doesn't win this. It would be. Oh, there's a way. Just. Unbelievable. There's a way. If Bray Wyatt didn't win this. Braun Strowman is the way. I'm taking Bray Wyatt also. That, that's what the, I was going to say. Don't, don't think that there's no way. I said, I'm taking Bray Wyatt also. This is banned from ringside. What were you going to say? Nothing, boss. <laughs> Hey, everybody, we know there's tons of podcasts to listen to, so we appreciate you guys listening to ours. Wait, hold on. I got some birthdays. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, don't forget the birthdays. Steve Richards from Right to Censor. Okay, your favorites. Uh, doesn't, yeah. doesn't Stevie, Stevie lives in St. Louis, doesn't he? He's, he? he's only 48. He Eddie Guerrero, RIP, he. would have been 52. The Miz is 39. Aiden English is 32. Rhino. Oh, God, don't Impact. even start. Yeah. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a guess how old Rhino is? Uh, 52. How old? How old? I said 52. A 17. 44. Uh, he's not as hot as I thought he was. Smash is 60. Bruno San Martino would have been 84. RIP. Zima Eon is 33. On John Morrison is 40. Chief not J Strongbow, who a friend of mine brought up, he was like, is that Strongbow Cider named after Chief J Strongbow? I go, no. No. <laughs> no. Uh, Abyss is 46. Linda McMahon, uh, part of the Trump administration, is 71. Stop it. Die soon. Terry. Really? 
Linda is always watching. Terry Runnels, Cody and Dustin's sister, is 53. Hey, everybody, we know there's tons of podcasts to listen to, so we appreciate you guys listening to ours. For Two Beers, Zach Pullman. Jack. For Jason Carnelius Bell. Eat you wife, bitches. For my wife, Aaron Veggie. Check. For Millie. Check. For Xander. Check. For Reba. Check. For Sam the Muller Mall. Check. For Murray Man. Check. For Shock City Studios. If yeah, you guys have a chance to get out there, you guys yeah, should do it. We just couldn't do it anymore, but uh, we, we love, love Shock City Studios. Love, they did they did great for us, and there is no uh, ill will on either side. We will work again. Also, don't bring a black light in there, because there's all kinds of DNA <laughs> all over that thing. Hey, guys, we are banned for ringside, and everybody move the heat! Woo!